Roger. It's a good show. Yeah, I think you're pulling the wrong one. I'm just okay. I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in me. Okay, don't hold it quite so tight. Welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. I'm just a little dog on the floor. I love laying on the floor as a dog. It's so nice that I can lay sideways. My entire body's a freaking pillow. Cause it's it's not. <laughs> Everyone, guess what? Guess what? It's Johnny here. I'm not actually a dog on the floor. I wouldn't mind being a dog on the floor. It's pretty much as good as it gets when it comes down to getting what you want. That's good. Is getting to be a dog on the floor. Uh, this is the beginning of the podcast. I'm playing a little music behind my voice right now. This music is a guy named Chrissy Zebby Tempo. That's his name, Zebby's guy. This song is called I'm Not Made of Iron. But this is a loop I made. So, oh, dear, with that I made a loop of the piece of it just so I could keep singing and singing and singing along. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for being here. You are currently listening to it right now, so... Uh, it's, it's already happened. It's too late. You're in. If you're a first-time listener, uh, I'm happy for you. Welcome to welcome to this being your first time. I always get nervous about that. I'm always like, ooh, ooh, stop the music, stop the music, stop, stop the music. I always get nervous. Like, ooh, if this is their first time listening to the podcast, it's got to be so good. Oh, it's got to be so good so they keep listening and they just like like me so much. Oh, it's got to be so good. And then I get in my head because I'm like, oh, it's got to be so good. And then you try to make something good. It fucking sucks, right? So um, if it's your first time listening to the podcast, then uh, then I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to placate to you, okay? You're the one who's got to bring it up in the rear, okay? It's on you. It's on you, dog. It's on you, okay? But thank you for being here for the first time if you are here. If you're not here for the first time, if you're a repeat listener, then you just know exactly what's going on. And you've been, you've been cool for so long, it's hard to describe. It's got to be hard for you. It's got to be hard for you. That's what I'm saying. Okay, bring the music back up. Uh, music back, please. Here it comes. There it is. It's back. The music is back and I'm ready to rock. I'm not ready to rock. I don't want to rock. That's uh, it's like taking a shower or something like that. Hey, you guys ready to rock? Hey, I'm going to rock real quick. No big deal. Uh, so I want to do something I haven't done in the last podcast, but I'm super excited because uh, a bunch of people listened and did it. I'm going to read some customer reviews. I like the idea that you're all customers. Uh, customers implies some sort of a, a transaction, which... It's not necessarily happening here. If you want this to become, if you want to become an actual customer of the podcast, please go to Patreon.com/live-to-tape. It's the best way to support this podcast. That's Patreon.com/live-to-tape. There's multiple levels of engagement. 
there's not it's not for everyone it's for you patreon.com slash live the tape and then you can become a real customer so what I want to read here now is a few of, I want to read three of these reviews um, man I'm tickled I really like what you've done here with the space it's really cool here we go this one is from uh, St. Judas great name live love tape with Jeffrey Peregrine oh, it's a great name this is a podcast that helps me to live in the swamp. It's good, and I'm not coming home, Mom. Great review. Was this helpful? Yes. Here's one from Sapper, or Saper, a.k.a. Lil Sippy. <laughs> Money Mash is Always Sticky is the title of this review. And here it goes. Mr. Jordan Pipe Cleaners puts on the thrillist rides, and that Muddy Mash is always sticky. Praying for the day Daddy's big red truck comes through town for a beat and a blast to pick up his first mate and most stanky salesboy. I like the idea of having a salesboy who's stanky that I have to pick up. Great one there from Saper, aka Little Sippy. Yo, what's up? I'm Little Sippy. Here we have one uh, from Dick Wolf Wiener. This is uh, entitled Gold. The G is capital, but the rest of it's not. This is my favorite podcast. I enjoy it immensely. I love the new music I'm exposed to, of the conversation stuff that I'm introduced to, talented people I would have probably never have heard of before. And Kevin Tip called us the best host. The Chris Locke episode is probably one of the coolest things I've ever listened to. I'd start there. I registered to it on Acid, and it's even better. If you don't know who Chris Locke is, then that should be motivation enough to start listening. I love it. I like, like the earnestness, the niceness, the realness of that one from Dick Wolf Wiener. Those are all I'm going to read right now. But thank you, and how you too can have your weird-ass, freaky review read on the podcast by going to, uh, I believe it's to iTunes.net slash houseboats, or you just search up uh, Live to Tape Podcast on iTunes and you leave a, a rating and review, and also subscribe to it using whatever subscription service it is that you use to subscribe to subscription services. Thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. It's really what, uh, it, it's truly the, the thickest water to float this boat. It's not an anarchic saltwater ice ridge that causes fracturing. It's, a, it's just a real swell of a swell. Let's get right down into it here. I don't want to beat around, uh, I was going to say beat around the bush. Stop the music! Stop the music! I said, stop the music. Okay, I stopped. I, lo- I love how easy it is to just. I just call up um, Reggie over there in the uh, the micro booth, and he just stops the music on on cue on call. His name is not really Reggie. His name is Dan, but everyone here calls him Reggie because he's uh, so uh, he's so locked in. It's like a regiment. Does that make sense? Reggie regiment. You know, regimented ruler, rubric, uh, rules, signs, sign, sign. Everyone's a sign. Cleaning up the scenery, um, helping me use my time effectively by not taking the wrong exit. Thank you, signs. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to be honest here for a second. Uh, this is the podcast. This is Johnny right now. This is me. This is real, unaffected guy. This is kind of how I sound pretty much in life. If I'm going to order, God, it could be anything. It could be a coffee. It could be uh, a lunch sandwich, which is probably the best way to have it. This is how I sound. I just want to be honest with you. Some really cool stuff coming down the pipe that I've, I've been having such good guests that I haven't done 
a solo episode that I want to give to you. But just rest assured, be rested that there's that's coming down the pipe. It's going to be fun, cool, with lots of interesting stuff. So without further ado, please welcome uh, the guest of the show. It's a, it's just an outstanding guest, someone I've been trying to get on the show for ages. It finally lined up. We did it. He's a super cool. What am I saying? Just, you know, just listen and you'll know. Okay. Thanks for listening to Live the Tape with Johnny Pemberton on the podcast that that you're listening to right now. Yeah, it's like the sidewalk or the curb is a different. You know what? It's a different kind of cement than the one that. Are we ripping? Sorry. I just want to make sure we get everything here. See one film this year. <laughs> Make it a 12-hour movie. Are you good with your sounds? Do you hear yourself? One, two, three, four, five. Do you hear yourself? No. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Not yet. Seven and nine. One, two, three, four, six, five, six. Six dogs. Des. One, two, three. No, I, I can't I hear myself. Did I hear something? Desi. Desi Arnaz. Desi Arnaz. Desi Arnaz. Lucy Obama. Large calculator. Obama. 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 The president. Lucy Obama. Obama. Uh, we've got a... I'm currently uh, here... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, yeah. Sour. Myself, yeah. Sour Patch Kids. Is it... How do, I, how do I turn down the volume of this, though? Of the helicopter? The helicopter? No, no, the volume of my headphones. Is that possible? Yeah, my... Oh, that is the volume switch. Okay, yeah. Am I a little loud? But, you know, it's just it's me. That's me, all the slacks out of the road. Now I can't... Now I'm, lo- now I'm low. I gotta be loud, otherwise I'm... You know, if I'm not pop, I'm, I'm dead. Big bucks, wow. Uh, big bucks. Do you hear anything out there? Is Annie's last name Warbucks? Annie Warbucks? Yeah. Yeah, because her daddy was Daddy Warbucks, right? Daddy Warbucks? Yeah. What's his first name? Andy. Andy Warbucks? Yeah, that's why he liked Annie so much, because her name was like his. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like, uh, what's that same, uh, that saying, um, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, his name is my name too. Wherever we go... Oh, and you like him. Yeah, wherever we go, I gotta go, because Schmidt's on the way to go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What's that? We're getting some more tweaks going on. Oh, yeah, more tweaks. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Raise it down. It's a pleasure to have you. Oh, it's a pleasure. Pleasure to be had. 
Do you like this helicopter sound? What do you think about this? Oh, it, yeah, I feel like I'm in an action movie. Well, because we are. We're currently... Hi, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, I'm going to just do the, do the intro, okay? Just do the intro. Please do. Okay, real quick. Hey everybody, welcome to Live the Tape with Johnny Pemberton here at your home for the greats. We've got a great old lineup for you today. Johnny's going to step in here and let it out, zip it up and rip it down and drip it all over the place, give it a smack and a jack and put you back in the sack. We're currently broadcasting live from a Coast Guard chopper known as A-10-6. And we've got a guest here today on the back. Don't worry, we're working with special headphones that are noise canceling. Our guest today is Brant Weinbach. Give him a round of applause. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me out here. It's really, um, hey, Brant. It's exhilarating, actually, yeah. being up here in the air. And It's really fun. I, I think it's fun to be up in the air because it's like a thing where... You know, it gives you like gives you pause. Uh, it gives you perspective. Yeah, perspective, pause, yeah. presence of mind. Think about like, who am I? And we're all just a little ants when yeah. you look at it this way. Totally. I mean, it's we're kind worker of worker ants. It makes me wonder about too. If we're the little ants, then what are we? What about the things that we think are little ants? Exactly. What's the smallest thing you've ever seen? Man, that's a layup for a, a real classic style joke about someone's penis or my penis, but or someone's, Honestly, you know, or you know, somebody's penis, you know. I didn't even think about that at all. I feel like I have a lot. A lot of times I'll do that by accident, like layup, do a joke layup with the full intention of it not being any type of a layup. Yeah. And yeah, that that's a. But to no, but to not go in that direction, even though I don't mind going in those directions. Um, smallest thing I've ever seen. You gotta say someone's dick now. Well, no, I mean... Load it up. Uh, you know, the joke would be somebody's penis, my penis, somebody's penis, right? right? My dad's penis or whatever, you know? Yeah. Somebody's penis. Right. But um, I'm trying to actually think about the, what the smallest thing I've seen is, though. I, I mean, I've seen those... I saw at the, at the museum little pin, you know, illustrations on the tips of pins or okay, something like right. that. Or that's something like that. That's a microscope, right? Something like that. I guess yeah. what I mean oh, with is my what, bare eyes. Yeah. What's the smallest thing you've seen where it's like you know when you look at something up close, like a little bug, you can see its legs, maybe. Yeah. Uh huh. You can see, or you can see stuff that's like like what you have in your life, but it's obviously way, way smaller. I mean, yeah, probably a bug. A bug. Actually, but then again, I mean, maybe or even a piece of dust or lint or something. Really? But when you look at a piece of dust, can you actually like kind of tell what you're looking at? Because to me, a piece of dust, it's like, I can't, I don't know what well, I'm looking at. I'm it's just a, looking at a little hair, you know? Oh, a hair, I mean, okay. I guess that's a form of dust is those yeah. tiny hairs. And I'm talking tiny hairs. A tiny hair. You know, transparent hairs. Yeah. 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 Or, um, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, really, really small or um, sh uh, facial shaving remnants. Right. You know? Like a little fleck? Just yeah, little, you shave right. Sure. What's your shave style? Both. You use electric and wet. Correct. Yeah. So what? Can you talk? Can you run us through that real quick? So um, I usually, if usually, well, if I'm going quickly, I'll just only use the electric shaver. Okay. Right? So what's what's like a but quick situation? I'll just use the electric shaver. I start with the um, goatee area because that's okay. the sort of that's the dense zone. the densest. Right. Uh, but it's also the densest. But it's it's the densest. It's the most dense. It's the most dense and densed. It's the most dense and it's the. It's the other, and it's also the most difficult, actually. Is it? Well, it is sort of. I don't. I can't right. use a regular, uh, a non-electric razor on that okay. area. That will cut me up. It will. Yeah, I, but so what I do is I, I'll do that. Oh no, no, actually, my first move yeah. is I kind of 
have these sort of nose hairs that I sort of get with the the side piece of the of the electric oh, okay. razor. You don't have a special trimmer for the nose. Well, I have a regular like a nose hair trimmer yeah. scissors, but right. then I I don't have one of those. Oh, but you maybe you don't have a lot of nose I have, hair. I have no nose hair. My nose hair grows faster and faster every year. Every year. Yeah. So now I pretty much have to do nose hair trim the nose hair at least once a week. You know what that means, right? What? You're heading for the ears. Oh, uh, well, I was about, no, it's there already. <laughs> oh, really? Well, there's one strand. <laughs> there's one f- hair follicle. You got Piccolo Pete in there? Yeah. That's what they call the first one. Oh, is that him? Yeah, yeah. Piccolo Pete's Pete. there. Pete's, Pete. Pete's with me. I'm uh-huh. with Pete. <laughs> and I use the electric shaver. Right. I actually use that on my ear because the hair, it's not coming. The hair, it's, it's a weird spot that the hair is coming from, right. but I use it on that. And uh, because of this one little strand. Anyway, um, but then I yeah, do the goatee. Okay, goatee with the... With and just the, do all the rest of it. We're talking I mean, about the shaver that kind of has a screen on it. Yeah. Or not the circle with the little chopper discs, right? The, no, no, no. This is the... Uh, I have a Remington. Remington, okay. Yeah. It's just got it's, a, scr- a, sc- a metal it's screen It's a triple... It's holes. a triple screen. Str- triple screen. Triple layer sc- hedges. Yeah, yeah triple exactly, hedges yeah. With holes in it. And so yeah, when you... Right. When the ho- hair goes in the hole, it gets... Right. From like a side shot, a side sweeper. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Those are better than, what well, I don't get the people who use the discs. The I don't do that. Discs. I don't, that looks kind of complicated, weird to me, actually. That shit's fucking bogus, I It say. looks weird to me. I'm yeah. scared about that. I remember being, when I was a child, before I never needed to shave, um, I was really into the idea of needing to shave. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I asked for a, uh, a Remington, or maybe a Norelco. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I haven't thought of the word Norelco in a very long time. I haven't, yeah, I haven't. Do you remember those commercials for Norelco? No. There was a Norelco commercial, and Norelco had the three the three um, circular blade discs. Yeah. And what they did is they had an ad that I probably, probably saw about 100 times as a 10-year-old. Um, it showed the hair and the, the blade coming along, and it's a special blade, and the announcer was like this. He was like, <laughs> it was like... The Remington lifts lifts the hair and holds it, then cuts it and it drops below the skin level. <laughs> you remember that shit? <laughs> With a guy, like, it showed the hair being sort of picked up yeah, by yeah, a frontal yeah. blade. Yeah. Then it gets cut and then yeah. it sinks below, you know, because uh. I had such a problem with stubble. Oh, did and, you? Yeah, it was a real big problem. You don't I had. seem like you have a lot of facial hair. I mean, you have a yeah, mustache. I, don't but you have, don't... I was being sarcastic. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I have no issue with it whatsoever. Do you, do you, can you grow a beard? I can't grow a beard, no. Uh huh. I mean, I can't really grow any kind of full. Have you ever tried? Thing. Well, I've not shaved before. How long have you not shaved for? About a month. Yeah. When? Not when I've known you have it, has uh, it? I'm trying to think if you've known me in that time. Um, if I have, I didn't see you in that time. I Well, okay, this was before I met you. Okay. Because I met you in, I think, 2005 or six. But yeah. um, in 2004, I went on a trip, and I I think I didn't shave for a month or what something. What kind of trip? Uh, well, I trip? went to a trip to Israel. Israel. Yeah. And then, That's actually, right. no, you know what? Actually, I did, uh, yeah. You know what? Actually, I did... I did know you when uh-huh. I went with a month without shaving. It was in 2010, okay. um, and I uh, went to India. Oh, I didn't, and you didn't shave there? Birth, birthright. That was and, the birthright, uh, too, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah birthright's cracking crazy, man. Yeah, no, it's crazy. You just go anywhere. Um, and I went, and I didn't shave for a month there. So, uh, yeah. Gonna, Is there a reason you didn't shave there? Uh, well, I just felt like I didn't need to shave, and I just, I'll just let it go. Really? But why? Um, I just didn't. I didn't want to deal with shaving, too. Yeah, because it's like a lot of hygiene issues well, over there, kind of. Well, I'm just like, I'm sh- 
I don't know. I just didn't feel the need. It's just a time-consuming thing, and yeah. you know, and I, you were like out I of. I, the... I didn't need to look. I'm in traveling. I don't feel like I need to be presentable. Although I, I take it back. I did tra- shave in the middle of the trip because I it was I was there for a wedding also, and uh, I, anyway. you got to shave for the wedding. Yeah, shave was it an Indian wedding. wedding? Yeah. Man, that's fucking baller. The wedding was like two weeks long. I only went to three of the events. It's two weeks long? Yeah, but I only went to uh, three of the events. Which events did you not go to? I don't know. You don't, well, why did you skip them? Because uh, I was told that the, the important ones I should go to are the, these three, you know? Did you do any open defecation? I, did, I went to the main ones, the yeah. main events, you know? The main events. Open defecation? Yeah, that's a big thing over um, there, right? Well, OD. Yeah, OD. <laughs> I, I, did I OD? They're really into OD. I don't know if... Um, do you see any OD going on? Well, what do you mean by this? Because I did do something. Well, let me tell me what you did. I squatted. You squatted where? In a in a in a, a toit. In a bathroom. I'm adjusting with, my belt with a, with a closed door. You okay, know? so that's not that's not OD. No, that's CD. Yeah, closed defecation. <laughs> that's right. Right. Then there's OCD, uh, which is uh, open closed defecation. Oh, that's when you open the door back and forth while <laughs> yeah. you're shitting. Like, yeah, exactly. Hey, hey. Give, give people a little taste. Yeah. Yeah. A little taste of what's uh, beneath the waist. In a visual sense and an olfactory sense as well. Right. Yeah. So you, but you didn't see any open defecation? Like um, straight up OD? I don't think I did, you actually. Didn't. No. That's too bad. I've always, I mean, I don't want to see that. I've seen enough of it downtown. From, oh, uh, you've seen it? You've seen OD? Yeah, human bums. There was, there was, there was a human bum once who, um, on 8th Street, which is a one-way street downtown, during rush hour, this was a very funny human bum. He would shit with his ass facing traffic. And I'm pretty sure he was like, fuck you. What are you going to do about it? It's 8 a.m. Really? You have to Did you see your... it come out? I think I almost saw it come out. Oh, I kind of wanted to see it come out. Yeah, I would. Isn't that weird how like we both want to see that? But no. I no well, I think it's interesting because you don't see that often. And it's interesting to yeah. see how the body works. It is. And from that perspective. <laughs> yes, I, Talk I about perspective. Totally. You know? It's a thing where... I think a lot of people, if they were to hear us saying this, they'd find it super disgusting. Especially like me, maybe that girl I went to with, went to high school with, probably. Uh-huh. Probably most girls I went to high school with. Yeah. And even the dudes too would probably be. And, and boys I went to high school with. What do you talk? You want to see poop come out of the butthole? Yeah, but I think that you know, if you are a curious person. Yeah. And you know, you like to under have an understanding of things and like to see things from different perspectives. Right. I think that'd be pretty interesting. I My think cousin so. actually put a camera kind of in a position where he showed himself pooing and it was really interesting to see the What do you he, mean? He oh. he took video of him of himself defecating. But what did he send it to you? He showed it to me. He actually he sent, showed it to me. He actually uploaded it to YouTube, but it got flagged, you know, of course. Why did it get Even flagged? though it was educational. Although he put the wrong tag tag names oh, in the what he tag like like shit he, he boy went, he went poo poo and he put, started putting poo poo and stuff in there and I was I said that doesn't sound clinical you how know? much do you see do you see the anus it shows his butthole and it showed poo coming out got it and um, <laughs> there uh, is interesting to see the sphincter muscle yeah. in action you know it's interesting it's neat. it's nature's perfect door. Yes, it is. It's it, well. It's an exit door only. Yeah, it can be. Well, if you have the muscles arranged right, you could have a back and forth. Well, it's almost like an airlock. Yeah, maybe where you have, have to get like, used to it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> seems it seems as though it was designed for things to come out of it, though. It is definitely designed. The human one is designed for that. Oh yeah. There's the what? What else? There's well, another one. That's I guess not I mean, the... if you had uh, some sort of a muscle. If it, it wasn't an exit, if it was something where it's a door, like an internal baffle, 
Then it could have muscles on both sides, mm-hmm. and you could push something into one door, and you can push it out. Yeah, if you have, if you, that would be like a like a doorway inside of a like a hallway, mm-hmm. as opposed to the front door or the back door. Yeah, because right now it's just the back door. But if you had something extra body on it, like the human centipede, then you could have it be like. Um, it could go back and forth. And well, and imagine, you know, in the front, the front door being the right. mouth or the, the throat or whatever. Imagine if you had a muscle there that could swallow outwards. Well, you can, right? David Blaine does that shit. A lot of those dudes do they that. They swallow outwards, though? They can shoot. They can shoot out. Right. Can, I know they're shooting. reverse parasols. Right. No, I've seen it. Yeah. And I've seen them shoot. And in fact, I saw David Blaine live. Willie? Yeah. I just said, you know what I just said? Willie? I said Willie, but I think I meant really <laughs> and Wow. I said, oh, that's funny. Willie? Yeah, Willie. Willie? <laughs> yeah, Willie? that's good. Wow, Wally. Wow. Wally, Wally. It was Blaine, was he exceptional? Uh, well, he doesn't really do, it was, I think his first time doing a live uh, stage show. Really? His first one? Or his yeah, first, like, Because he generally does, you know, more close-up stuff yeah. or, you know, street stuff, right? You guys tight? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish we were tight. I wish we were tighter. Yeah. I, th- I met him though. I did meet him actually. Was I, he I, t- I got a picture with him, as I recall. Yeah. Gracious. I mean, he's cool. He's low key, very yeah. low key kind of he's guy. He's about as know? low key as you can get. Right. But still, be- still being able to breathe. Right. Oh well. I mean, speaking of breathing, yeah, that was part of one of his big stunts. And this is actually pretty neat to see. It was, Talk. He stayed in. A, he was in a water tank. Yeah. For. I mean, you know, he's okay. So he's in there for three minutes, and you're thinking, okay, right. Wally, you know, or you know, Wally. And you're thinking, really? And wow, right? And then each minute that hits, you're, you're thinking, whoa, mm-hmm. right? Five minutes, six minutes. Anyway, he was in there for nine minutes. He was in the water tank for nine minutes. What do they do while he's in there? Do he they play slows music? Down, he slows down his heart. Oh, no, yeah. They do have um, some background music, and they have a clock. And Is they that, have people this... standing on stage, too, looking, checking it out more for close hoses. up. Like, this is a picture of David as a child when he grew up in... New South Wales. Well, actually, I've seen Chris Angel. Did you see Chris Angel? I saw Chris. You, you saw that with the group, right? I saw Chris with the group. You went with the yeah, group. Yeah, I saw it with the group of people. I saw Chris. That that, that kind of spurned for my recommendation of it. I think I thought it was interesting. I did think that Chris. I, I liked the show. I thought it was entertaining. I do like any all. I pretty much like all shows. What got me with that show was the Cancer Kids. So that's one of the elements that is very funny and weird in that show. And the show is bizarre. It is bizarre. And that turn it takes is truly bizarre. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my entire life. And But then the other... Okay, there's a lot of weird parts mm-hmm. of it where, you know, his assistant or whatever, that the uh, Crawford, her last name's Crawford, I forgot what her first right. name is, but she's a magician and she is in the show as she well. Magics. She's kind of like his assistant in it, but she's also a his magician. Wife. Uh, no, no, she's his magician as well. Okay. Uh, a magician a magician yeah, on a her separate. own as well, right? But so she um but she appears to she's in this cancer outfit kind of. Yeah, that you know, shit that was, was fucking so, weird. That was weird. But then the even weirder was Would that you describe sh- it from the top for listeners. Well the show is really most of the show, two thirds of the show is edgy and dark and it's you know i mean or meant to be it's it's, it's supposed to be it has this sort of nine inch nails Marilyn manson kind of i would call it leather style yeah leather style it's got a lot of hot yeah, topic. Bond, bondagey type of imagery and mm. you know like um, yeah. just it's it's you know industrial kind of stuff and you know it's wallet chain you know there's a sort of a motorcycle post, yeah post-apocalyptic <laughs> kind of 
thing going on a little bit. And, Buzzsaw. Yeah, that sort of thing, you know, industrial. The Joker from Batman. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's all about dark and nightmares, right? Yeah. And uh, darkness and stuff. And then it becomes serious for a moment, two-thirds into the show. Mm-hmm. And he talks about childhood cancer. His son has had cancer He's, or has cancer. He or says something. that. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it shows these clips of kids who died. And it's and for a who, long for, time. And they're playing clips of them talking, talking, and they're talking about how, how yeah. brave they are and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And you don't know that, you don't know that they, they died, but then, then it shows the years that they were alive yeah. after they're finished talking about being hopeful and stuff like that. It's some know? weird shit. It's something where. To me, it's kind of uh, incredibly pandering, but at the same time, it's also, it's just a weird, it's such a weird thing. Well, I guess, you it's know. It's like a left it, hook. It's, it is. And then, but then the other, then the right hook comes in. Yeah. After that, where all of a sudden, after all this darkness and edginess, it becomes a celebration of life and it becomes a full on rainbow rave. Yeah. You know, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's lasers. And everything's all colorful all of a sudden, and the music has completely changed, and it's all celebratory, and it was it's just so strange. weird. That is weird too. That yeah. there's this edgy, you know, you know Heath Ledger Joker style thing going on. <laughs> yeah, and then it becomes this rave mm-hmm. with lasers and colors, and that was just really kind of funny to me. It was fucking. But there was some. Strange. I thought there were some cool illusions, and yeah, d- um, it's absolutely. a big spectacle, and and that shows magic. A, yeah, well, that show is very much what you expect it to be. Now, mm-hmm. the best show in Las Vegas, as far as magic goes, is David Copperfield. Oh, well, he's a motherfucker. Did you ever seen it? No, I've always I've wanted to see him my entire life. Even as a little kid, I was yeah. like, I want to see David Copperfield. I, I've seen it twice, and I've seen the Chris Angel show twice okay. too, by the way. But um, the David Copperfield show is really amazing, and it's not what you expect at all. Uh, well, aside from the cancer and the rave stuff. The Chris Angel shows exactly what you'd expect. It's just a lot of, it's big, it's flashy, pyrotechnics, and just it's right. It's it's very Chris Angel, right? Did you get what I said when I said he's a motherfucker? Like he's a badass, right? Who? Which one? When I say David Copperfield's a motherfucker, that makes sense, right? When I'm like, sure, David Copperfield's a motherfucker. Yeah. Dog. Now, but here's the thing about David yeah. Copperfield show. It's so not what you expect. Well, I don't. Well, I don't think I expect anything. Well, you would. I I expected it to be. You know. Sexy? Uh, he, some, in a way, in a way, yes. I mean, I, I expected to, him to be a sort of mysterious man, a magician, you know, just sort of, you know, David Copperfield, you know, just ha- have him huh. have looks and stuff and just being magical. He starts a show like this. This is the only thing I'll ruin because there's a lot of twists just and turns. It. It. There's a lot of surprises in this right? show. But he goes, he starts off his show and this is the first thing he says. How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> And then he does that's this. That's not what his voice sounds I like. I swear, it was do it again, crazy. Do it again. How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> okay. And then he goes, he's like, and then he does this sort of trick with the audience, and he's like, okay, everybody do this. Now do this. And he, he kind of makes everybody kind of do this thing with their hands and stuff. And then he kind of he do, then he does something with his hands and arms that we can't do. And so so he's does like, it look just like a pussy? <laughs> everybody do just it, like a human pussy. <laughs> I would fucking kill. I would pay all the money that I have to see David Copperfield pull off an elaborate <laughs> trick that ends with, that looks just like a pussy. Now, doesn't that look like a pussy? <laughs> How y'all doing tonight? Everybody do this. <laughs> now do this. Right. And then after he does the trick, now do this. And he's like telling us to clap, you know. Oh. But he goes like, now do this. And it's so weird because he kind of goes in in and out of this 
weird semi-urban kind of accent. Are you, you know? serious? It's so bizarre. And That's crazy. He goes in and out of it, and then but then there's this arc to the show, and I I, I won't I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it takes some bizarre turns that you do not expect. Way more unexpected than the child cancer stuff and the Chris Angel Damn. show. Damn. Yeah. It's but it's crazy. not. It's it's not like. Uh, honest chain turn is it's not like it's like, hey guys, so this is um this is what I'm I've been dealing I've been dealing with a rash lately. It's really hard. Um, well, it's from the heart. It's from the heart. Definitely from the heart. Okay. I, I don't know. Let's let's ask Kajon Cermak. Kajon. Uh, yep. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Who's oh. Kajon Cermak? Oh, Kajon Cermak. She does the traffic on uh on, you know, I don't know KCRW. Oh, she does. Uh, yeah, or you know, yeah, or, should I, we check in with her? I mean, it's, she, you, it sounds like that. Like, there's, you, or you'd hear like a helicopter. You know? Oh yeah! Wow, that sounds like. Yeah. Hey, Kajon, John, how's it going out there? You know, doing all right on a Wednesday afternoon. Um, we know we've. Um, uh, it's looking black on the 101 right now. Oh really? What do you mean? It's just a, is a lot, of, a lot of smoke, or what's going on? Uh, there's a four pile pickup pileup. <laughs> Um, and so definitely uh, take an alternate route, maybe take the five, uh, take it over down to Pismo Beach and, uh, kick back, you know. Pismo's great this time of year, but it's, it is Wednesday. Bring your metal detector and, uh, you know, go nuts. Okay, thanks, Kajon. See ya. <laughs> All right, that was good. So, um, so she, uh, anyway, it's, no, it is from the heart, though. It's yeah. interesting because... I just like I said I I would like to talk about it but I don't want to spoil it yeah because it it, I, I it, it, see blew, it it blew me away because I was just thinking I kept on saying to myself what what is the show it's mm-hmm. it just it it would it just it goes into these directions that you don't magicians expect. are the pinnacle of weird people I think well, they are I think in terms of are, like a profession well yeah I mean they it's, comics are close behind but well comics, no it's di- it, com- comedians are quite different I think yeah. in a lot of ways because I feel like. There's more individual. Well, there's only so many tricks that magicians are doing, right. and it, only five percent of magicians invent their own tricks. They're, yeah. Otherwise, they're kind of doing their own take on a trick. Whereas comedians, in a way, are doing their own take on Everything. jokes that you know, and things that everyone is talking about. But or they're not. At I all. feel or like, like there's like probably there's a, a lot more sort of inventions of jokes of people's jokes there's a higher percentage of comedians who are inventing new ways to do comedy yeah or or you're just being yourself and like who you are is kind of the joke and that's well that's what and that's what magic is I mean there's obviously magicians who are very you know personality based and presentation based and that's sort of what their act is about and then there's others who are very skilled at, at doing sleight of hand stuff and you know, it takes it would take years to sort of do what they do. You did know? you used to fuck around with magic? Yeah. When did you stop? Um, I mean, I I don't know. Maybe like as a kid, you're gonna do. It as I a did kid. it when I was a teenager. I was really? I did you know did birthday parties. How uh how long how much how long did you do it for? Um, yeah, I don't know, it's a few years or so. You, you know, I never, like, I wasn't, oh, I never, for me. I never was, ser- I just didn't keep up with it. Like, uh, it's a lot of work. To, yeah, it's like know? the most yeah. work. All those magician kids, they just spend hours and hours and hours rehearsing that stuff. They sure do. Yeah, they, go, gotta, to, they get, go to camp, magic camp. Down, get that freaking. Yeah, you, you have you seen Shin Lim yet? Shen Lim? He's the best right now. No. He's the new, the best, the new best magician. I right honestly, now. I've been sleeping on magic lately for about a I watch Fool Us. So. I go, I, I, watch, I watch endless videos on YouTube. Really? Fool Us. You know Fool I, Us? No. 
Oh, Penn and Teller's show. Oh, okay, Fool Us. It's on, yeah, Fool Us, yeah. It's, fool Us. You know, they have to try to fool Penn and Teller. And sometimes they it's can. It's a showcase. It's really just a, yeah, sometimes they do. Some, it's really just a showcase what for What channel is that on? I don't even know. I just watched the YouTube huh? uh, clips. Fox? It's probably on CW or CW, something like that. Yeah. I don't know, actually. Yes. It used to be hosted by Jonathan Ross, and now it's hosted by Allison Hannigan. Jonathan Ross died? No. He's the amazing Jonathan, right? No. But he died. Amazing Jonathan? Yeah. Not yet. He didn't? No. What magician died recently? I thought the Amazing Jonathan died. I don't I think so. he died from Coke. No. Are you sure? No, but he, do, he, did ha, he does have yeah, he's some dead. kind of... Dis- Amazing Jonathan? No, no I just no, <laughs> he didn't die. He does have some sort of... Um, he has a disease, cancer or something like that. Maybe I heard that. Maybe I heard he had he got yeah. really sick yeah. or something. Actually, so well, you know, uh, our friend Ben Berman, he's doing a documentary about him. Really? Yeah. About Amazing Jonathan. Yeah, actually, you might have to edit that out, actually. Oh, well. I don't know if I should. Oh, you can't. It's live to tape. I could, I could, but I mean, I don't think it's. I just don't, I don't think it's, I don't a, think big it's a big deal. deal. I don't think it's a big deal, but I don't it's know if I was, I don't know if it was a secret or not or well, something. Well, it's, uh, it's the worst secret there is if there is. <laughs> what a great, oh, fuck, that secret? Yeah. I want to go back to shaving. Oh, well, so. If I'm if I'm really gonna take my time, yeah. I, I'll just do the goatee area with the electric razor because right. I can't handle the the regular razor on my right. Thing. And then I'll use the regular razor on the other parts. So you mean a wet razor? A wet razor, like a on, kind of like like a safety razor. Yeah, safety razor, not a classic uh, barber blade. Style. Yeah. Have you ever had a barber uh, razor? No, I'd be afraid. I'm afraid of that. Really? Why? It just looks kind of. First of all, I don't feel my skin is tough enough for that. Well, um, I have would you had say it? no, because I, I don't have enough stubble to. Do you have? It. What do you get? What do you mean? Where do you get? Where do you get? I obviously have this mustache right. here that I trim, and I have. I could probably grow like a little sort of a scrapper's goatee here, and I. That's about it, though. I get a little something on the neck, obviously, uh, but nothing on the sides. Not nothing to formulate a beard. I don't have a connection either between the the mustache mm-hmm. and the chin. I have a question for yeah. you. Go ahead. Do you you? Obviously, and I've probably asked you about asked you this in the past. I bet. You know, you have a youthful look. Obviously, yes. do you like that? I think it's <clears throat> both ways. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I used to not like it because it's hard. I think it's hard to um, always be treated like a child, yeah, like right, be treated right, right. like have people you, you, talk you, you down like, to you, like being te- yeah. You want to yeah, exactly. You want people to take you seriously, sort which of, I, I have experienced this yeah. a little bit myself too. Or like know? basically just. Uh, Get the stuff that you've earned or you've worked for. Like, oh, I've, right. I've done a lot of work on something for a long time, but I look like I haven't. So it's sometimes it's, there's that. But also, a lot of times I'll use it to fuck with people. Yeah. And make, but they may end up eating their own words. So I'm it's like, pretty yeah, I'm, I'm a baby. I'm a little child. I'm a little kid. And then it's like, oh, you, I don't know. It's that thing where you set it up, you set them up to look like a fool for sort of just assuming something as opposed to thinking about, um, the the whole of the problem or the person or the situation, not just, oh, man, you look fucking, you look young, dude. <laughs> but it's also neat how, you know, that your actual age, mm-hmm. it's that's kind of a neat reveal, though, too, right? It can be. I mean, be. it's neat to, I don't know, it's neat to, I think that's kind of neat, I think. It is, but at the same time, I don't like to do it to people because it's some of those things where then it becomes like a, no, it's so novel that I don't like... I don't like novelty like that. That's like just oh wow oh no. when someone says oh no way no really no way like I don't like hearing someone say that. Mm. Especially some someone who is says stuff like that. Someone who's like dude no way no way no for real no seriously no way dude no that like fuck you. 
Do you go back to fucking like a wing joint? Do you bond with other youthful looking people that are older? Nah. And by I older, so. I mean just like you know, not no. not young, you know, or I not. Th- like, no, you know. I don't think so. You don't? No, I don't. That's not that a bonding be. point for you. I mean, maybe a little you don't, bit. You don't but bond. To, you don't bond it because you know Josh looks. You know he has a youthful look. I, I guess feel. Josh. I guess and Josh and I bond, but maybe not over that. You don't so bond much. over that, and Doug has a youthful look as yeah, well. You Doug don't bond does. with him on that as well. I don't know. I mean, maybe we do, but we don't like talk. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Like I pretty much pretty much just said it. Mm-hmm. It's all it is. Is I will talk to people, my friends, about it, and because I've sort of realized there's certain alcoholic drinks. Uh, there's a way to order drinks if you don't want to get carded. Sometimes I get tired of getting carded all the time. Mm-hmm. So I figured out if you order a, a Sazerac or you order a Negroni, you'll never get carded hmm. because those are drinks that, uh, especially a Negroni. If you, if you get carded for a Negroni, I mean, that's because they don't know how to make a Negroni. Mm-hmm. But it's like a, it's a terrible tasting, bitter drink that only like alcoholics drink. So uh-huh. it's like a thing where... If you order that, you won't get carded. Or if you just sort of like really are order really frustrated, you know that whole George Costanza thing from the from Seinfeld where he would pretend to be pissed off. That's why he got a raise. He'd always be, ah, yeah. He'd always be stressed. <laughs> okay. If you order stress, you're like, ah, what do you? Uh, yeah, I'll just have um, whatever you have in taps. Fine. Just wait. Do you do that? Yeah. Sometimes you I'll, do that. I'll order stressed, or I'll just really? order very not sort of not cavalier, but order in a way that's like very dismissive. Just kind of like. Uh, yeah, this is fine. What is it? Do you have this? You don't have that? Okay, then anything's fine. It's okay. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Because somebody's, to me, it's a personal game. Do you do that, do you do that uh, outside of uh, the, the bar? You know, like, I mean, do you do that in other uh, settings? What do you mean, try to order that way? No, just a- act stressed or, or uh, you know, whatever. To, yeah. to to just assert your or uh, your age or experience or something like that uh, all the time. I'm always really? I do that all the time. I do that fucking. I mean, I do. I feel like I do too much life acting, which mm-hmm. I would basically call like fucking with people. Like I do it all the time. It's like a game. It's like kind of like a personal. I like the game. idea of all the youthful guys hanging out together. <laughs> You and, really do and, like and that, maybe man. and maybe girls too, like Kate McCucci or something like yeah. that. You know, just you know, hanging out all together. And just people thinking they're kids, but they're actually quite, I mean, they're full on adults. Yeah. I mean, well into adults. But I think most of us, most of us aren't thought of as kids at all. And maybe a lot of times I get asked, um, are you going back to college or something if I'm traveling? I'm like, no, I'm not going to college. I think I, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, by kids, I meant, I mean, you know. I know what you mean. Like, I mean like early, tw- early 20s or yeah. even late, late teens even. Yeah. That's kind of cool, I think. It could um, be cool. You know, well, you uh, look pretty young too, right? Uh, you know, I, mean, I, 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 I used to get to, I mean, my, my hair's getting grayer and grayer as the right. years go by, but I, I, um, no, I would get that too. I would get right. the youthful thing too. And it's fun, actually. I remember when I was uh, about 30 and my uh, sister was 28, which is, I mean, now that's, that sounds young to me now, yeah. you know, but, um, uh, we were in line, uh, for this haunted house and, um, there was this girl who was probably like, you know, I, I maybe she was like 15 or 16 or something. Mm-hmm. She was in front of us. She started talking to us and she thought we were 15, 16. She thought we were like maybe a couple years older than her uh-huh. or whatever. And we told her how old we were and she was like, oh my God, I thought you were like my age. <laughs> it was kind of cool. It's cool. actually. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of neat. You know, it's it's fun a, to trick it's people. It's like a neat secret, you know? I do like tricking people. Well, I just also like the idea of if pe- someone saw a group of people, if it was you and say Josh and yeah. Doug and so and Kate, you say Kate McCucci and me? Sure, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Although the gray, the gray hair kind of th- throws people off at this point. You know? It does. Um, they don't know what to. Why think. Why don't you dye it? Uh, I just don't want to. 
Why not? Because I like the the natural. I don't know. I love I, it. I like the natural. I don't know. I just don't. That's true. You know, that's just, a, it's a natural thing that I, I do embrace. Although, what about facial temporary hair? dye? What a temporary dye? I have for things I've shot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I don't know. I I just this is a natural thing that I don't mind embracing. I you should get a barber shave, man. Oh, I'm afraid of that. My, I have a good friend who's a barber. And yeah, he does have a, him do it. He shaves like that. Have him give you a shave. I'm scared of that. I don't want that. But what do you My skin's not happen? tough enough. I'm going to get cut up. Nah. Nah, It's going to hurt. I feel no, it's going to hurt. No, no, no. You've had good. it. No, I just... You I've, think it feels good? You I, don't know. I've watched videos and it makes me relax. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Oh, I love watching the videos. Yeah. I love the sound it makes. Yeah. I like that sound where you just, you hear that sound. Imagine being there, present, getting it done. It might feel good, but I'm afraid of it, though. People ever call you Ben? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? You ever thought about going as Ben sometimes? Or do you ever say this? You go to a place, you, you, don't, get, you don't drink coffee. Correct. What's the place you would go to order something, like oh, to eat? that happens all the time. Okay. Well, they don't hear my name correctly. I'll say Brent, and they don't, they'll just say, ben? they'll go, Brian? <laughs> or they'll go, Barry? Or, yeah. or they'll go, they, they might say Ben. Do you and I, I, ju- I just say, yeah. Yeah. Say, I just say yes. Yeah. And because I, I don't care, because I mean, and then when they call my name, they'll be like Barry, and I'll be like, you know, and I'll just go for it. You, you know? know what I get a lot lately? It's really bothering me, and it's not. It, there's no reason it should be bothering me. It's people ask me my name, like I went to get some food today, and um, ask my name, and I say Johnny. They always just hear John. Mm. Always, I'm like, how do you hear John when I'm saying Johnny? Have you always gone by Johnny? Yeah, so ever since I was like. Can remember, and you never wanted to get rid of that. I guess. Yeah, I did. I wanted to. I tried to be Jack for a while. Really? I tried, but it definitely didn't Wait, really work. Why and how? Because I thought Jack was cool. I had an uncle named Jack. He's a cool guy. And when? Did, when was that? God, I, I was probably like thirteen. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Wow, it was definitely a while ago. But why did you want to just keep the why? Because I just I don't know. It's just what I know. It's yeah. Like well, no, I, where, my brother. Yeah. His name is Nikki, right? And he goes by Nikki. And I mean, he's been going by Nikki his whole life, right? Um, which you know sounds like a younger name, you know, totally. Nikki. And instead of going by Nicholas or even Nick, right? Nikki has always been his name, and he goes by that. Yeah, I do. I've go by. I guess it's my dad's name is John. I don't want to be John. Oh, you don't want to have the same name. Yeah, as I had dad. a girlfriend in high school who called me John. I didn't like it, and she oh, yeah? said that way because like it made me sound older. I'm like, I don't. When I be, I don't want to be John. In high school, do you look really young or the same? Do you oh, look I look the same? fucking like a child. Like, like a fucking baby. Like, do you look like you were, in high school, you look like you were seven years old or something? I mean, not like, not that extreme, but I definitely looked like I was several years younger than, than I was. I think that's not neat. It was, but for me, it wasn't neat back then. Mm-hmm. I thought it sucked. I thought it fucking it sucked. sucked. I did not like it. I found it to be difficult and not enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was... You should have just used that voice harmonizer and... Yeah, back then. You know, back then, people would have thought, oh, man, he's definitely older. Oh, man, that guy's definitely older. What's L- up? Listen Menace. to that voice. Yeah, look at that voice. He's got that booming voice. Oh, he's know? so booming. That would be a cool thing, too. It'd be like, uh, be like, look really young like a baby and have a boy voice where you're just like... Yeah, what's up? All right, let me get uh, let me get a couple of them uh, fried pickles. Uh, I'll have a Miller Lite. Give me a you got a pitch you got pitchers here. Give me a pitcher Miller Lite fried pickles, and uh, let me get that uh, soft shell crab po' boy. All right, make it all to go. Po' boy. Yeah, I want a po' boy. Now that reminds me of an right. idea I had at one point. I'm sure other people have had this idea. But... 
Um, we should I was both thinking like about this now a, for a little bit. I was thinking about a baby that yeah. uh, has a, a huge a, cock. A, a, well, a man age penis. Yeah. Imagine that a little baby with the penis that is the equivalent of this voice. So basically, <laughs> what you're saying is the the baby gets the his visual penis. equivalent of this voice. Would right. you say it's it's the penis it's gonna get? It's the penis that's gonna ha- grow into. Yeah, perhaps. So you start off with your penis you're always gonna have. Yeah, and it start it stays that way the whole that time. That would be fucking funny. But just imagine a baby with a like a, a full size penis. There was know? a curb your with hair too with hair. Oh, with <laughs> hair. See, that's getting sinful right there. That's getting in the territory of. But everything uh, else is the baby's. You know, it doesn't have hair anywhere else, you know? Right. I mean, it's just got maybe hair a little bit on there. Maybe a little bit on the head, but, you know. Clue Gulliger made a video about that years ago. The actor, oh, yeah? Clue Gulliger made a video about a, I think it was baby about with a, a big penis. A full penis. A, but it was like a baby with a massive penis. Like a penis the size of a, of a small horse. Okay, but I'm talking just like a regular. Now, and then on the flip side, how about, you know, an adult man with a baby penis? Well, they're, they're out there. Well, no, but with no hair, just soft no hair, just soft, oh, like God, a little... This is, this is the worst thing to think about. I don't really like <laughs> thinking about that. I want to play some music. Oh, yeah. play some yeah. music? Are hey, you talking ben. about some of my selections? Yeah, Ben. Uh-huh, yeah. I'll, I go with it. Call me Jeb. Call me Jeb. Jeb. Uh, oh. What should I, what should Jeb. I be? Joe? How about I'll be Joe, you be Ben. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's both three-letter names. Yeah, Joe and Ben. Joe, Joe and Ben. Joe and um, Ben. You, you, are you talking about music music selections of mine? That yeah. I, oh, yeah. Let's get into so it. So you asked me, um, right. you know, hey, bring some some music that that's cool. And right. I said, okay. I got it all queued up right here. Cool. What do, what's the first one you have? Well, I that's whatever we, you want to talk about at first. Well, what do you, okay, I mean, oh, where do we start? How many do you want to do? All the ones I, I said? Let's do, let's get, let's get into one and then we'll see how it we'll goes. See how it goes. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back with my guest, Brent ben, Weinbach. Oh, ben sorry, Weinbach. sorry. Ben Weinbach. My name's Joe Pemberton, and my guest today is Ben Weinbach here on Live to Tape with Jimmy Jackson, the Peppercorn House, and we'll be back in a flash. <laughs> okay. Um, and... And we're back here. We never left, actually. That's the weird thing. We never actually left. Hmm. Okay, here we are. So, um, so Ben, what's this first track you want to play Okay, this together? is from the School Days soundtrack. This is, um, what is School Days? School Days is Spike Lee's second movie. Okay. Um, his first movie being She's Gotta Have It. And it's a musical. And um, it's one of my favorite Spike Lee joints. Right. And um, the music was by um, his... Father Bill Lee, I think his I name. I know is, that. I think his name is Bill Lee. His father's a musician. Yeah, and um, it's always interesting to me when someone. It's like he always like, oh, I get it now. Like oh, if right, someone's right, like, right. why is someone so prolific and talented? It's like, oh, they they got a little piece of that growing up. Yeah, like sure. They, obviously, if you're around music, is similar to film. It's like it's, there's the same. They have an overlap. Mm-hmm. And so his father wrote this. Uh, well, I th- believe. Okay, this it's credited in the soundtrack, uh, which I own. It's credited as and in the soundtrack listing. Right. The, it's it's the song is called "Be Alone Tonight" or, or and it's or "Alone Tonight" or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Be or, alone tonight. Uh, be alone tonight. And it's by the Rays. And I was trying to figure out who the Rays were. Right. And I think it's just it's it was it's. 
the ensemble that was put together for this film, which uh, Tisha Campbell's in this. And it's the band. So yeah, it was band. these four women, and then I think it's Bill Lee who did the music, I think. I love this song. So good. This is a very band song. And the sequence in the movie is a really cool sequence because um, it's a live performance in the in the movie, but there are these jump cuts in this live performance that don't couldn't happen in real life. They're intentional jump cuts, and that's really a cool choice. I like this part right here. This part's so good coming up right here. Oh my god, that snare, baby. I love it. Yeah. I do like that. This is on the edge of. I'm trying to think what this reminds me of. Listen to that part right there. Uh, that's cool. This is cool. This is a great piece of music, I tell you. It's a little bit, um. You know, it's a little bit, uh. Earnest, I would say. Uh huh. It's also, I would say this has got a lot of, uh. Of, it's of a certain time period. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds late. Yeah, it sounds late 80s, you know. Understand the reason why they're gonna make the things right. So good right here. Yeah. So good right here. I love how the backup, the backup vocals too. What would you say this style of music is? Uh, I don't know. You know, I just it's you know kind of poppy. It's sort of is this R and B? I don't know. I wouldn't call. I don't feel it doesn't. I mean, maybe it could be categorized as R and B. You know, I wouldn't really. That's I don't really. Snare, dude. It's just kind of pop. You know. Oh, and then there's gonna be like a. I think there's a saxophone solo in this too. Ooh, actually. I can't wait. I think this part's good right here. That's good. It's there was almost a, a gospel kind of quality to that last part just now. Right. I'm getting goosebumps right now. I have goosebumps on my neck right now. Really? Goosebumps. I've got. Go- I'm goosebumping right this now. This is like. A- How long ago have you been listening to this song? This is part uh, of your life. I I think I first watched this film. I watched it probably maybe 10 years after it came out. It came out in probably 87 or so. Okay. And uh, I probably saw it somewhere in 97 or so. It's been in the brain for about 20 years. Yeah. Okay, I gotta... Oh, yeah. You know, gosh, I must have watched it earlier than that, actually. I probably watched it in, like, the mid-90s, actually. I've got a follow-up song for this that I'm gonna gonna put in the mix. Here comes the... uh, I think the... Where's the... uh, Oh, this is cool. This is... Listen to this soprano saxophone or whatever it is, you know? Ooh, do you hear that bass part? Yep. Oh my god. That was a definite Oh, oh that's it. That was that was smooth. That's very smooth. You really into smooth stuff, aren't you? Oh, I do like smooth jazz. But you do like you like it. There's this thing. 
I've talked about in the podcast a lot before about the idea of liking something ironically, which I think is bullshit. I don't like anything ironically. Right. I, I like I it. Like I either, like it sincerely. Yeah. Right. Oh, and this is, I love this music. Right. Yeah. But someone would interpret that maybe who doesn't know you because you're a comedian. But mm. oh, he likes that because it's. It's funny. It's I don't like think that's f- funny at all, actually. I know you don't. I know, I know you don't. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know how anyone could perceive this to be funny. People perceive stuff like that all the time. Because they're, they're, one time at work, uh, a woman I was working with thought I was listening to, uh, what was it, Tom Petty? Maybe it was Tom Petty, if, but I hope not. I think she thought I was listening to Tom Petty, like, ironically. Mm. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of what I w- might listen to ironically. I don't think there is anything I listen to. Well, here's an example of something I might listen to ironically, but I really don't think it's ironic because this, this is the first cassette I ever bought as a kid. Is This is Michael W. Smith, who's a Christian artist. This is him hmm. singing Picture Perfect. Hmm. Hmm. So far, so good. It's about to get pretty fucking funky. Magazine. This is the first thing you ever bought? I think it made one of the first Kiss singles I ever got as a kid. Like top three. He's, this is Christian? I think it's a Christian crossover, yeah. Wow. I, technically, he is Christian, but this is a crossover hit. This oh, is this, is, this is not about Christianity? This No, but he's a Christian. Most of his songs are about God. Um, this is not about God, though. Well, no, he's saying, the song is, listen, here you go. Here's what he says. Listen to the chorus. You don't have to be picture perfect. <laughs> be in my world. Be in my world. So he's saying, you know, as God created you, oh. you don't have to change yourself. Okay, so it is about a girl, but it, there is there's a religious yeah. reference here. I would so. say technically this is secular music, but it does. And what's his name? Michael W. Smith. Okay. And he is a white guy with piercing blue eyes, and I believe sort of a a yeah. mullet. Who knows what he's doing now? But this is Christian shit. I just like good music, you know? To me, if I go jogging to this, and I imagine doing something on a stage, using this as a soundtrack, I get straight up fucking the drip. I get the goosebumps. <laughs> Thinking about, like, doing, like, oh, a yeah? dance. Like, you get goosebumps? I've used this before for, like, a routine. Yeah. Like, like the illustrating the song. Because there's something about this that's just so earnest, you know? It's so fucking cheesy. Yeah, I it's mean... Like so thick. Wait, is that what you meant by the other track being earnest? That it, you thought it was cheesy? Well, I guess so, yeah. I don't think it's even cheesy. Well, I think it, it kind of is, though. I don't... That The other song? Yeah. Are you alone tonight? Not at all, to me, at least. Not to I, you. Then what is cheesy, then? Cheesy is... Not cheesy... Not, I'm not saying uh, cheesy's bad. Corn, no, you're, you're differentiating yeah. between corny and cheesy, right? I don't know if there's... What's the difference between corny and cheesy? Corny is cringy. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't think it is. Corny is stuff that's generally bad, actually, <laughs> I think. I like the way you say corny. What, how do I say it? It's just the way you say it. I like the way you say the word corny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And then cheesy can be... <laughs> Versus corny. So like, cheesy, I guess certain jazz fusion stuff can be cheesy, cheesy. but I, it's good, you know? Did you say that cheesy is also sort of a form of indulgent? No. 
Not no? at all. Not at all. Because this to me is indulgent. It's no. Kind of just like, it's like we're in this thing. Disagree. It's, so, it's so earnest. Uh, earnest, yes. But I don't. This is. I think it's similar to indulgent. Cheesy, though. No, not indulgent. No, I don't think indulgent. You think though. this is cheesy? You don't have to be picture perfect. Ready? Key change. It's coming. <laughs> you don't have to be picture perfect. It's coming. I think it's coming. Key change. It's coming. Okay. It. Maybe it happened already. Yeah, I think it already happened. Um, I would consider this to be cheesy. Yeah. But not the other track. <laughs> oh, right. That's because you like the other track. No, no, no. I actually, I do like uh, the track you just played. Actually, it's not a great. You're. I actually so do like it. It's 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 um it's <laughs> melodic. I like the melody. I, I like, think your track is more musical. Well, there's definitely. I think. I think. Maybe. <sighs> Musically, there's maybe a little more depth than the the first track I played. Yeah, and I agree. You can tell that there's well, there's allusions to um, great old jazz. Yeah, there's allusions to a, like mm -hmm. a sort of history of music in that piece. You know what I mean? When I'm a big fan. That, of when illusions. that part when they go, oh, 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 oh that that is. Is it a quote or is it an no? But it, I I think it's an allusion to. Like older stuff, yeah, you know, and gospely kind of stuff. I want to get and, back to corny and cheesy, though. Well, corny and cheesy. I mean, there's okay. There's something that I love, mm -hmm. and I call it elevator music, right? And um, like Muzak. Well, different than Muzak. I I think of Muzak more as um, kind of certain rend kind of softer renditions yeah. of popular music, With no vocals, right? Mm -hmm. But I think elevator music is usually original stuff. It's yeah. not; they're not covers, and there, there's a certain quality to them that. What's a classic? You'd say. Well, I mean, there's a lot of jazz fusion stuff. Like, um, Kenny let's say, G's can be well, no, 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 no. Uh, that that's that's a whole nother. Kind, yeah. Uh, but I, I would, I mean, how about like there's a uh, piece called "Just Having Fun" mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. a group called Cabo Frio. You're gonna have trouble finding it, I think. I don't. You're not gonna find it on YouTube, though. You don't think so? I don't think so. But you might. Oh well, here. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, uh, or found it, dog. You did? Yes. No, no, no. That's not. This is. Sorry, I, I take it back. This is. Uh, no, no. This is not just it. having fun. This is find it. Yeah. Hold that. That's a, that is Cabo Frio, but yeah. uh, okay. I don't. I, I don't think you'll find it. Okay, but it, you're but saying, you might find it on uh, iTunes or something. What about Art Farmer? Would you say Art Farmer's uh, elevator music? No. Okay. You know Art Farmer? Yeah. Yeah. Play it. This is too. This is too old. This is too good. This was Bell Evans for Christ's sake. Uh, this is good. This is fucking hot. Art Farmer's Damn. classic kind of jazz. The late Art Farmer. Oh, radio. maybe, maybe later. Yeah, I this don't know. This is from 58 with Benny Golson, Bill Evans, Addison Farmer, Dave Bailey. Oh, listen to that. Yeah, no, this isn't this cheesy is at good. all. Damn, I'm saving this for later. Um, What are you saying? I'm trying to think of something that's cheesy. Is like, okay, how about this? Okay. I love this. This is one of my favorite smooth jazz pieces of all time. It's a kind of proto smooth jazz, actually. Morning Dance. You'll find this on YouTube. Okay. Morning Dance by Spyro Gyra. Right? Okay, Spyro Gyra. Def I've seen them live. Um. Oh, you have? Yeah. Wow. 
Yes. Where? When? Um, in Rochester, Minnesota. Really? When? What year? Oh, it's probably 1997. This is this is one of my favorite songs of all time, actually. And I think people, based on the sa- the smoothness of the saxophone, might have s- maybe too saccharine of a quality for some people. I'll tell you. And that might yet, be though. cheesy. What? Right now, it's cool. It's still cool. Like, fully cool. Th- those hand claps. Okay, we're getting there. This is getting a bit waiting room. But I love this track. It has a great melody, and it's... um. I remember when I first heard this track. Mm-hmm. I first heard this piece in... I think I discovered it in 93 or so, um, but it's actually from like 1980, you know? Or, oh, okay. Yeah, that sax is very So there's earnest. a quality to it that, well, I don't know about earnest, but... It is. It's, that's earnest. It's earnest uh, sax. I think some people might find that to be cheesy. You I, know what this, sound, this saxophone reminds me of? This reminds me of a guy asking a girl out in the checkout lane. Just like brazen, doesn't care about anything else. Just like, you, baby, hmm. I'm going to ask you out right now. To me, this just... Makes me just think it's this feel-good music, you know? I feel good when I hear this music. It makes me feel good. It's like Grandpa's making dinner. Positive. It's I'm making dinner. I feel like Grandpa's making dinner. Oh, all right, yeah. I have a black grandpa. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah. That's Is that true? Yeah. Oh, really? No, it's not. Oh, that would All be... my grandparents are dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was black, though? He when was, he was black. Al- when he was alive? Yeah. When he died, he became white, though? Yes. And he, you know, that's what happens. That's know? why a lot of people think I'm black. Right. But... There's a marimba solo right here. Ooh. Ooh, it's got a little echo on it. Yeah, this is... So you'd say this is cheesy. By the way, speaking of... I, I, I don't... I could see... Yeah, I could see someone thinking... He's, I, I don't think it's cheesy, actually. I, this yeah. is not a good example, actually, because I don't think this is necessarily You're cheesy. You're going to say, by the way, speaking of... It's key changes. There is there is one oh. coming up at the end of this song, but I... You know. Key changes are pretty fucking fun. Um... Yeah, I love it. There's the, the I love the key change in this one. I, I gotta think it's something that's more cheesy. How though. about the Rippingtons? Um, well, let's see here. Let's just drop it in here. Okay, I got something for you that's maybe cheesy. This is fucking bad. This is straight up bad. And okay, I got is, I got one for you. I got one for you. This is shit. Here's something cheesy, and I do think it's good though. Oh fuck. Okay, me, I got bad. one. I got okay. the perfect thing for you. Drop it on me. All right, the UNC Clefhangers. This is the um. The University of North Carolina uh, acapella group, uh, uh, all male acapella group. UNC Clefhangers. Clefhangers Is doing it their rendition. C-L-E-F-F? C-L-E-F. No, no, not two oh, Fs. Oh God! Clef- this is- uh, and it, it's they're doing their rendition of Africa. Oh, Hold on, actually, let me find it for you. I think it's, I think it's gonna come up here. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spring two thousand nine. Okay. Brent, how did you find this? I, I like acapella music. You do? Yeah. This is good, and this is cheesy, I guess, yeah. Well, to me, acapella music inspires a type of cringe in me that I can't describe. So you think it's corny? I find it to be, like, beyond any description of... I find it to be, like... If I find out a person used to be an acapella group, I'm sort of like... I almost have to... It changes the nature of the friendship. (laughs) Wait, really? I I feel almost like... I love acapella. Loving it is not the same as being in an acapella group. Oh. That's like saying you like musical theater versus I went to musical theater college. Well, I think I love musical theater. Yeah. You do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that. Isn't that weird? I fucking, I kind of hate it. I love musicals. uh, It's like, musicals to me encapsulate 
But they combine all all the arts in one, almost. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm just telling you personally, I don't like them, but I, I'm always good friends with people who do like musicals. The, some of the best music is from musicals. Here, listen to this. Ben, (laughs) this is something Ben would like. (laughs) This is Ben's music. You know what hurts me about this? What hurts me about this the most, listeners, is you can't see this, but all these white men in khakis (laughs) with black. There's one black guy in there, I guess, but he's basically. I mean, he's been. It's guilty by association. Not there's anything wrong with any of that. What I'm saying. Uh, What I'm getting to is (laughs) I'm painting the, the milieu here. They have vests on that are covered. And buttons, yeah, like like that scene from uh, uh, Office, Office Space. Yeah, Office, yeah. all yeah, these Office, dudes look yeah. just like that dude from Office Space. So much flair. Listen how cool it is. I love hearing voices harmonizing. You know, I, I guess the thing is, is I'm. I just I, love um, music. You know, I love. <laughs> you know what I love? You know what's like, you coming know what at me right now? Like Johnny, you don't really like music. I'm like. Yeah, dude, you got me. <laughs> I mean, well, I yeah. just I love I like music I like music with a lot of musical depth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Meaning, I just I like I like harmonies and I like yeah. I love good melodies, can strong melodies. A, can I play you a song? I pl- I played it on the last podcast a bit, but this is a song that I I am like uh, always in love with, like forever in love with this song. Uh, this is you ever heard that band, uh, the woman Robin? Mm-mm. You know her. She sings that song, um, Call Your Girlfriend. It's like, the, here it is. This is the song she did with a band called Royksop, and I slowed it down. And to me, this is like the world's greatest sound. The harmonies in this are fucking... Sounds like Depeche Mode right here. Totally sounds like Depeche Mode. Like, wait till the harmonies come in, man. This shit fucking rips. I guess to me, a lot of times it's about somebody being in a minor key. I just love minor key stuff. Keep in mind, this is this is Robin, Robin R O B Y N with Royksop. There's a band called Royksop, it's an electronic group. So this is she's about to start singing. haven't started yet, but... Then I want to rap. 
There's a rap coming? Yo, motherfucker, got him like this, yeah. Uh, there is a rap in this? That harmony gets me. A little dissonance? Uh-huh. There's no rap, but I'm gonna make one. Uh-huh. I'm making a fucking rap to this. It's gonna be <laughs> fucking bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's why I just me of play that for the harmony harmonies. Segment. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, the end of Orlando. Orlando, for some what's reason. That? Oh, you know the movie, the, uh, the 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 movie Orlando? No. Oh, starring Tilda Swinton. No. That's a good movie. It's based on a book by. How old is it? It probably came out in. Um, it was. It's probably early nineties. What I kind think, of movie yeah. is it? It's it's Thriller? based on a no. It's a heartwarming. No, it's a, about two boys. No, just a drama, I guess. No, it's about a well. It's about a a boy who becomes a woman. Oh, and uh, so it's a gender bender. A, it's a gender bender. Um, Sally Potter mm-hmm. uh, directed, and it was. Uh, it's based on a Virginia Woolf story. Okay, that's interesting to me. Then and, should I check uh, it out? It's good. Yeah, listeners, check it out. And uh, the end is like so weird, and there's a song at the end that that kind of reminds me of that that you just played. Let's hear one of these other tracks. What yeah. Do we, what, what do I have here? What's next? What do I have? We on? got we got vert. We got thom. We got shanal shanabula and last. Sh- sh- uh, shnabubula. Um, What's sh- shnabubula? Well, wait. What was what was after uh, the days school days thing? Vert, fawn, laugh. Oh, laugh. Let's do laugh because that's okay. a shorty. So we go. laugh. Okay. So this is from. Um, this is a, a YouTube clip. Did I? Uh, you, uh, this is good, good, good. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, Andrew New, uh, An- Anthony New- Newley, Anthony Newley singing this. Okay. Um, but the music is actually by Steve Allen. Okay. And uh, this is from the 1985 live-action version of Alice in Wonderland. Um, uh, this is just part of the. Right, leading the, up the to preamble. It. Yeah, um, no, 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 that won't do at all. And uh, this is first of all, all the music is really good to this oh, film. It's you really it's are a musical film. dork, aren't you? Well, I, I wouldn't say. I mean, I, I'm an appreciator. I, I think I didn't know that. I had no idea, man. But th- this is a, a really good, interesting film, and a lot of stars in this. I mean, so many stars in this movie, and Steve Allen did all the music, and the music, the song, this song in particular is a really nice piece and okay. song here. Here we go. I must admit, you three do make me laugh. Shut up! Now that's a very good idea for a song. Laugh. And every single thing we do. Wow, Brent. I feel like I'm at fucking Disneyland right now. And we shall all perform for you. Just smile. And tensions will unwind And you'll find that your mind takes a kind of you I mean, that's, those are great lyrics, I mean, come on You know what this reminds me of? It's like Thanksgiving yes, even when your skies are grey Just laugh And troubles seem to float away This guy's stoned find it's Anthony Newley. Who? Anthony Newley. I don't know him, but... Years that your tears and your fears will fly. Oh, there are times when crying seems the thing to do. But keep on trying There's so many people in this movie, I mean... Dreams Pat Morita... John Stamos, Roddy McDowell's in this scene. Sure 
See that bunny rabbit? Yeah. Really? So laugh, little girl. Just laugh. Mm, goosebumps right now. Yeah, like I guess that's some pretty fucking. That's some Dave Kahan level shit Such right there. Dave Kahan from Depeche Mode. Yeah, you, you heard that song. I wrote um, it myself. Uh, there's a song called uh, Condemnation. I think it's on uh, one of their albums. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Mm. But he does this thing. <laughs> okay, well, so that that's very musical, Brent. Um, that's a really, I love that, that I, I first, I watched that when it came out and, um, I didn't, how old were you then? I was like, you know, a kid, a kid you know, but, um, when it came out, I didn't, I, you know, I, I liked it, I, I, but I watched this again as an adult right. and I had a way bigger appreciation for it. So I, I didn't even realize how good the music was when yeah. I was a kid watching it. And watching it as an adult, I thought, "Wow, this is a great film." Actually, it's a two. It was actually made for TV, by the way. Have you ever been in musical theater? No. Have you ever? Do you ever want it to be? I've, 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 I've thought of, I've had, I used to want to have, write a musical, but write how songs come, for. Are musical. you not like a great singer? Um, I think people would think my voice is not a good. Some people would think my voice is not good. But I mean, yeah, I know, could yeah. you like get away with doing like kind of like a Josh Gad thing, where it's like a character? I, I could get away with like a a, a Dave Frischberg kind of thing. Uh, who's that? He's a songwriter and um, kind of jazz pianist, okay. sort of. And uh, he wrote a lot of songs. You've probably heard of like. Uh, Peel Me a Grape and uh, I'm Hip. You know, he did the song I'm Hip. I guess but what I'm asking was, is why, why not? Why don't you try to do it? Because uh, you like I just, it so much. It just takes... Oh, I, oh, I wouldn't want to... I just don't... I wouldn't want to perform in a musical okay. necessarily. You know, I'm not... That's not really my thing, but I would like to make one. I always see someone like Nathan Lane and I'm like, man, it must be cool to be able to be that way. You can dance and you can like... You can really fucking sing... I don't know something about that because I can't really sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can sing. I can. I'm very musical, but I'm not. I can't like sing like a person who can can sing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have some to... songs on on my right. one of my albums called The Night Shift that right. where I sing and I play piano. They're original songs, and they sound like they might be in a musical. Really? Yeah. Um, and you can hear my voice in that case. That last song reminded me of this song because. Dave Kahan does this thing with his voice in this that the other guy did, the Mad Hatter did. Uh huh. You'll hear it. You'll hear it right away. Condemnation. It's right here. Three, two, one. Try here on the you hear that grit? Mm. It's coming up. That right there, that fucking, uh, you know, you can hear that little fucking grit. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just a little bit gritty. It's just gritty enough to be, to make it not smooth. So it's like not, I'm trying to think how to say that. There's like a thing that happens in some music where I feel like it's too clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's too, yeah. It's, too, um, yeah. it's just so much produced. It's just his right. voice has that, like he, Dave Kahan says publicly that Martin Gore is a better singer than him. But Khan is obviously the lead singer of the band because yeah. his voice has that fucking that weird like absolutely weird yeah. sort of uh, distant like a yeah, very light. You know dissonance. that's why I, I you know auto tune's so weird to me because 
I like imperfections and yeah, sometimes so people good. are not totally on in tune sometimes and right. it sounds right. That sounds fair. It sounds real. It sounds good, I think. Yeah. It sounds, it like sounds a, good. It's sort of it like, actually sounds good. And sometimes when yeah, when there's dissonance in things, mm-hmm. it sounds good. It's like cheese if it didn't smell. Mm-hmm. Do you eat cheese? I love cheese. What's your favorite thing to eat? <laughs> Top well, three. Pizza. Top three. Pizza. pizza. You like what kind of pizza? I like a good margarita. Margarita or like a, you know, a, a Joe's Pizza. Your your pizza. Uh, there's pizza, a yeah. no no. You like oh, my pizza? Y- yeah, yeah, your pizza. Joe's. Uh, I like the grandma slice. That's my favorite. The Joe's. Yeah, or I like the burrata and um, a squash blossom pizza so at pizza uh, at Mozza Pizzeria. Do you eat meat? Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you ever not eaten? Well, meat? you know what I got going on at home these days. Talk about it. I got some these salamis. I, there's like one that's like a fennel one, and yeah. then there's one that's they're sliced already. Right. There's one that's uh, like a spicier one, and then there's one that's just a regular kind of one. And I eat that with a cantaloupe. I got some cantaloupe Ooh. at home, and I eat that with Swiss cheese. Ooh. Yummy to my tummy. What kind of Swiss are we talking about here? I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you know? I, I don't know. You got a food vice? What's your food vice? Ice cream. No, I used to eat a lot of candy. I don't really eat as much anymore. When did you cut the candy? I just grew out of it in a way. Like, right. it just started just feeling like I'm just eating just sugar. What kind of candy are you talking about here? Oh, uh, I I used to love uh, Bubble ducks? grape vines. Grape vines? Grape vines are good. I like... Um, Bubble ducks? I used to love airhead, airheads. Airheads. You know? Yeah, they're good. And I used to like... Uh, I like. I still do like Good and Plenty quite a bit. <laughs> Love good, good and plenty. More That's like a licorice snack, isn't it? More like great and not enough. Uh, more like uh, no, thank you. I'm going to see a movie here, not eating licorice from my daddy. Uh, no, thank you. Please. I love, I love, I love good and plenty. You're a lacquerish guy. Well, I like that. Yeah. yeah, I do like licorice. Yeah, lacquerish. So you don't have any vices in terms of food, though. No, I not really. Um, I have vices. My only vice, really, in my life is I have weird sleep habits really how is that a vice though you think it's a vice well i think it it's weird yeah it's weird yeah what's that what What we're talking about (laughs) oh my that's vice music yeah what's your so you know Um, you got you got to sleep a long time i just i i stay up too late yeah and i then i and it messes my schedule up right and i get up i I sleep late into the day i wake up sometimes at 5 p.m do you ever think about um trying to change it actively well no i just like to just do what it feels right but well it's really really the vice is i stay up too late right. and i just i watch videos youtube right. videos and stuff yeah it's easy to do especially if you, if you live alone it's easy mm-hmm. to stay up late that's right yeah but do you ever eat anything late at night play video games uh yeah i eat late at night but i don't think that's too much of a vice though what kind of uh, games what kind of food at night um Usually, uh, anything, uh, sandwiches, or peppermint sausage, maybe some something with yeah. not peppermint sausage. Right, peppermint sausage. That sounds good, actually. I think it sounds gross. You, you want to hear one of those other tracks? Yeah, sure. We're hearing one right now, actually. Oh yeah. What is this? Tell us about this. This? Yeah. This is not me. This is not yes. one of my picks. Hey, you said time for a picnic by Shannon. That ain't it. <laughs> oh, this is fading light. Fuck. Do you curse? I, I only for comedic effect. Sometimes right. I don't like to use bad words in my normal speech. But if it comes out uncontrollably yeah. when I'm playing a game or something, that happens. Or if I uh, am doing a joke or a character 
where you know. Yeah, the the character. I just curse a lot. I I guess I do curse a lot, but I I tend to curse around around different people. Time for a picnic? Yeah, you'll find it on YouTube. There's a video of it actually. Time for a picnic? Mm-hmm. Time for a picnic by Shnububula. So Sam Shnububula, uh, otherwise known as Samuel Asher Weiss, um, he's this brilliant composer and pianist. And this is this piece we're about to hear was completely improvised. Well, does does that okay? I can't fucking find. Oh, it, you know what? You go know, to my Tumblr album. page. Oh, hold on a second. I I, I can find it. No, it's... no. You know what? It might be unlisted. You have to go to my Tumblr. No, page. it's listed here. It's listed here. Time for a picnic. It's number. Th- it starts at three ten. Okay, hold on. I'll get no, no. It. Just go to my Tumblr page. I do. Yeah. I already, I already got it. Here we go. Because then you can see the video of it. This is an audio medium. No, just go to my Tumblr page. I don't think I like this. Really? Well, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. This I, is improvised. So you go go to my go to my Tumblr page. Why? Actually. It's that it's the same song, right? I guess so. Yeah. This is pretty good. I like it. Are you familiar with something known as uh, morning coffee? From this uh, is improvised. It just doesn't sound improvised to me. Wait, turn it up a little bit. Okay, hold on. I think something keeps happening here. One second. This is such a musical guy likes this. This is a very Ben song. Like, this is not Ben music. This is Go to downtown. We're having a big celebration this is, so this for is, Jim's birthday. This guy is uh, a really good jazz musician, but also uh, does a lot of covers of video game music as well. Right. And he kind of incorporates video game music with jazz. I can see that. So I can hear good. that here. I He's hear so it. good. But this is an improvised piece, original. Schnott, S-H-N-A-U. Unfortunately, he has mental health issues, and he um, deleted a lot of his stuff off- offline. Ooh. Or on- online, he deleted it. And kind of, that seems to go with, to come with the territory. He's well, like has schizophrenia or something like that. Yeah. And uh, he's, I think he's usually in a mental hospital, but he's, um, he's just genius, though. There's something I want to play for you. I mean, first of all, this is a great piece of music, but on top of it, that he this is improvised. That's even more amazing. Okay, the whole complete the piece completely is. composed on the spot. Well, it's not really even a composition; it's a performance. That well, it's it, both, both. I'm putting this on. I'm saving this. This reminds me of a CD I bought from my dad when I was probably about nine years old. Mm. That's the song. I mean, that is an amazing piece of music. Yeah, that is. Uh, I gotta say, I mean, especially for how you described it, it very much reminds me of this one right now. I'm about to play, which is not as <laughs> stunning. Well, it's, this is a <laughs> an album called Sunday Morning Coffee Day Parts, and it's some sort of two things come to mind. Here. Yeah. Well, one, the man with a child in his eyes. 
Kate Bush. Okay. Which I, I, I love that piece, too. You know that song? I don't. Kate Bush, Man with the Child is Nice, and then also... Oh, not this part, yeah. Can I read you something here? This is the first comment on YouTube. Okay, I'm going to change my voice a bit for this. This might be kind of in poor taste, but I'm going to do it. Many, many years ago, my mom and aunt died within three months of each other. My uncle was devastated and alone. I love this album, so I wrote poetry to each piece and sent the music and poetry to him. That started a long and sweet communication until his death. He lived across the country from me. One day I got a call from his son saying I had been left $5,000 from my uncle. You just never know how much someone will appreciate what you do. (laughs) That fit the music. It did. Wait, what is this? This is called Sunday Morning Coffee. And that's all I know about it. You don't know who did it? I guess I could look it up. I mean, I can almost guess. Really? Guess. Ray Lynch? No, I'm going to guess... Is it is, if it's Dave Gruzin? Let's <laughs> see here. It's just, honestly, it's, I think I found it. I think I found it. Hold on, let's see. It's <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Guess the guy's name. The guy's name is Chip Davis. Oh, okay. Oh, you know wow. Chip Davis? No. It's by Chip Davis. It's on American Gramophone Records, AGR. And we're gonna listen to the first track. Well, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I like it, straight up. But the beginning uh, reminded me of Kate Bush, Man with a Child in His Eyes, and it reminded me of um, the Joe Jackson song. Ooh, um, yes. Uh, Real Men. Oh, I was thinking about that one of the other Joe Jackson song. You know that song? Let's play it. Let's play it to end the podcast. And what? And we'll. we'll, we'll we, I, I can keep going. I know. But oh, you don't want to keep going. I mean, or you can't we keep, could going. keep going. But we should try make a segue. To, to ending it I'm not saying like end it like hard Do you want to hear like, those other tracks real quick? Sure We'll, we'll get Well real, whatever We don't have to but, I'm yeah. queuing up real men I've had enough of Sunday morning coffee But I do want to do stuff like Hi Yeah My name is Jenica Bastian And welcome Jenica to Jenica Bastian Did you just make that name? Just yes like, Wow very good Welcome to Living Spaces 2 A place where moms and kids Can find things wow. To inventory their homes This is a good piece of music by the way I'm, This is a This is my Top discovery for today. Do you want to have the last song on the album? There's an album here that's fucking the song that rocks. As a kid, I always wanted to sound hear like uh, I'm trying to find it. I always imagined people writing. Sunday morning coffee, huh? Yeah. Chip um, Davis. Morning um. blend coffee. Some of these are not so good. I don't know. If, I wonder if you would like. The vert track. What's well, okay if I don't like it? This is the one. This is it, dude. This is the one that reminds me, as a kid, I would imagine someone on like a fake golf course, like an artificial turf golf mm-hmm. course, riding a giant orange musical note like a sled down like sort of like bumps, like smooth bumps okay. to this song. It was like my, I would like hallucinate thinking about this shit. Here it comes. It's almost like Pee Wee's Playhouse or something, you know? Hmm. A little bit like Pee Wee. It's kind of Bach as well. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 
You're riding around. So what is this guy? Is this just production music or something? I don't think so. It's a guy named Chip Davis. I think of what this is. How did you know about it? Uh, I, I, I bought this CD from Musicland in oh, the mall. Oh, for, for your my dad. dad. Oh, when you were nine. Okay. But they were playing it in the store, and I was like, what's this? And they showed, they showed us the CD. I'm like, let's buy this for dad. And of course, I listen to it all the time. That reminds me yeah. of my... Do you remember a store called the Nature Store? No. Or something like that. Maybe it was got. I, anyway, it was a store. It was like in the mall, and <sighs> Ooh, this is good right here. It's getting real hot. This is good right here, man. What a great find. No. This is great, man. This is good. Ready? Oh, this is about to be a cool part that comes in. Key change. Oh, those drums. Yo, all right. Oh, Let me hit you with the track here. Okay, hit me with the track. Check out Hillary Stagg, Dream Spiral. But, uh, <laughs> but type in Oz also, I think it's, we'll do that. It's the, I think it's the second track on the album, which is, it's. Dream. I think it's called Land of Oz or something like that. You said Hillary Stagg. H Hillary Stagg is the name, yeah. Dream Spiral. Dream Spiral is the album, and then the the, the, the piece is going to be something about Oz or something like that. Or okay. Land of Oz. Land of Oz, yeah. Jesus Christ. And so, <clears throat> this is in the New Age category. Okay. Here we go. I'm, I'm getting up to it right now. We're getting real close. Um, and uh, the story behind this is that my, it's kind of similar to yours in a mm -hmm. way, but um, this friend of mine in, uh, in junior high was in the store. Hmm? Okay. I was in the store. And he heard this and he asked them, what is this? Um, again, this is new, like new age genre, you know, right. but. Uh, and they told him what it was, and my friend was a bad boy, and he stole the CD, oh, actually. Cool. But because he liked his music so much, he was in junior high. And so then um, he had the CD, and I heard it at his in his house, and I, was, and I said, oh, this is good. I like this a lot. I like new age music a lot. Right. You know? and, then, and they let me borrow it, and then I lost touch with them, and I still have the CD. And... Um, it's a stolen CD, but um, I didn't even like it. But that then much. my sister got really into it because of me. This, you know, and so all because my friend stole this from the nature store. You know, we we yeah. really like this album, Dream Spiral by Hilary Stagg. It's pretty good. It's a harp harpist, obviously. I when I go camping with my friend Patrick, he, he drives around alone by himself constantly. Right, and he's a really big music guy. We have a lot of similar tastes. But he's taken to buying cassettes at thrift stores, uh, new age cassettes. And that's pretty much all he listens to now when he's driving, is stuff like this yeah. on cassette. Uh -huh. He's got about 300 cassettes in his van, and he just, you know, goes through them. Yeah. And it's it's weird how, how much, how enjoyable it is to listen to this music when you're driving or just with, like, with mixed company. Mm -hmm. It's like a thing where it's very easy to listen to. And it's like really pleasant. I don't know, something about it. There's also something about it to me is very funny. Like how, I mean, I keep saying this word, but just how earnest the people are who are recording it. Uh -huh. like I, I took a picture of this one thing. There's a guy who, um, there's a guy on who's the percussionist on one of these 
tracks, and his name made me fucking laugh out loud, like dying laughing out loud. I have a picture over here. This shit just okay. So this is one. This is uh. Maybe I can find it. I bet I can find it on YouTube. Well, yeah. yeah I like this kind of music because to me it's very picturesque. You know. Yeah. It's, it's evocative. Yeah. And um. I think yeah. I'm able to find this. Dances. It's this guy called. It's called Dances of Transformation by Kali Ma. Mm. And it's really. It's probably not on here at all. Cause oh, holy shit! I found it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play this real quick. Fade this one down. Oh wait, I didn't. I didn't play it. Here we go. This desert wind, dances of transformation, Kali Ma. This is a little different, obviously. But the name of this guy. There's a lot of weird names in here, right? John Nebel, Kristen Giggy, Catherine Warner, and here's the here's the winner of all. Buzz Child. There's a man named Buzz Child, and he's listed as. Trap drums. Who knows? He might not be a man. That's he true. could be a boy. He could be. <laughs> or he could be just like a, a non-human entity or right. something. This is not as interesting. He could be as... just a, a... I much prefer Hillary He could be Stagg. an entity of, like, energy. I guess some, some so you're not you don't you're not having any Yanni. No, I mean I, it's not that. I mean to be honest, it's been a while since I've listened to Yanni. I haven't listened to Yanni since like the early '90s, probably. And oh, here we go. This is Joe. This is a great. This is a great song. I love Joe Jackson. You know, he's great. I honestly don't know much about him except for obviously the classic "Stepping Out." I love that song. I mean, that's that's his best song yeah. for me. Do you know that this song? No. I like the recording quality of this. That might be the file or something. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like the file, like yeah. the the transfer. Yeah, the transfer. What's a man now? What's a man mean? Is he rough or is he rugged? Is he cultural and clean? Now it's This is a very apropos song. Uh -huh. What is a man? Right. Are you a man? <laughs> this guy's shaving in the video. Oh, there you go. I want to sample that. So good. This is such a good song right here. I blast this in the car. I'm gonna start blasting it now. And I like this piano. Something about that kind of piano, it's so, um, it reminds me of something, you know? It's nostalgic. He's gonna say the F word in a second here. Sound 
Yeah. That was the F word I was talking about. They're interesting lyrics, you know? Mm-hmm. Apropos. Here we go. Love the, I love the piano there. Dun, dun. Man with a Child's Eyes is a little bit, kind of similar to the song in a way, you know? Actually, coming to think of it, it's actually kind of a pretty similar song. Kate Bush, Man, Man with a Child's Eyes. I think 1979 is when that was, and this is probably like 86 or something, you know? Time is strange. Is there anything you want to say, Brent? Uh, yeah. To, to, can you, uh, I'd like to promote, um, this comedy special of mine called yes. Appealing to the Mainstream, yes. and it's on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can see it for free. You can see it for free. Yeah, on Amazon Prime. Damn. Um, if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can... You can get Amazon Prime. You can, well, you can just purchase it on Amazon. Right. You can rent it on Amazon. You can also rent it or purchase it, or whatever, you can purchase it on, uh, Appealing to the Mainstream. iTunes. Appealing to the Mainstream. Um, check it out, and, um... Actually, you know, if you learn something about music here, you might have you might learn something about music in that as well. Yes. So appealing to the mainstream, check it out. Oh, and also, um, you know, I mean, I'm a stand-up comedian, and I'll do. <laughs> it's a stand-up comedy special, but I'll be doing some live dates. There's in September, September 8th. Just check be, out your website. Yeah, just go to my website. September 7th is is in. Um, is in uh, uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So if you're in the Boston area, you know, you can go there and then... BrentWeinbach.com. Yeah. B-R-E-N-T-W-E-I-N-B-A-C-H dot C-O-N. Yeah, I have a video game music podcast and we're doing a live recording in Salem, Massachusetts oh. the next day on September 8th. And then in October, I'm doing some dates with... Um, uh, with Doug and I are doing some dates together in like uh, New York, D.C., Atlanta, and Philadelphia. October. Nice. So, yeah. Check out videos on YouTube. Check them out. Check them out. Thanks for being... Oh, shit. It's still happening. Thanks for being here, Brent. Thanks for having me. It's been uh, fun to explore. We have to do it again and talk oh, more about stuff. Oh, I got... There's all... There's all the go... We can go talk about music. We can talk more about food and about shaving and about driving. And I, like, about I like talking about music. Music. And, and cash and, and like, food and credit and cards. money. I love money. Money. I'm a big <laughs> fan. Of, we're all both big fans. But thanks for listening. We're going to leave you with this piece me. of music by Piano, uh, Piano Jeff and David Sims. Hmm. Check it out here on Mind to Tape. Only. Will you say that? Only on live live to tape. Thank you. This is Brent Weinbach. This is Ben Weinbach. This is Joe Jackson. Good night. <laughs>